Let's put our living stereo stylus in this groove. All right, here we go, Coach. Back at it. Another day, baby. Ding, ding. Another day. Another round, as they like to say. It's another round, man. It's a, it's a long fight. Yeah, this ain't a three-round fight. <laughs> it's a new day, too. I mean, every is. day is, is new. New things to celebrate. New things to be to be thankful for. New opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. You know, new, new opportunities and, and definitely things to, um, to be grateful, you know. We have to be mindful of the things that we have and focus on that and not the things that we don't. Mm. Keeping it simple. We're gonna stay are we gonna stay right there or are we gonna we gonna say, go man, after it? No, I always <laughs> say man, it's simplistic beauty, man, in my world. Mm. Simple is nice. You know? Simple is real nice. Mm. So uh, every day is just about being grateful and using whatever gifts you have to the best of your abilities. You do that, you're probably gonna serve a lot of people. So today's word is excellence. Excellence, man. Excellence. And, and that was inspired by Bill and Ted, right? The Bill yeah, and Ted, yeah, excellence. Yeah. Excellence. Excellence. <laughs> yeah. excellent, brother, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, excellence. Always striving for it, right? We should always be fighting for that. Mm. Every day, are you fighting for excellence or not? I mean, it's a yes or no. I mean, it's a yes or no deal. You know, is that what you're waking up and running towards or not? Uh, you know, and my mindset is one of those. It's all about we, we should always expect the best. I think that's where excellence really starts. It really starts with you waking up and expecting the best. Um, so that that's a question that that if you're not asking yourself when you wake up in the morning, you probably should start. You know? So yeah, last week we talked about expectation yeah. and, and expecting the best. Yeah. And uh, dropped some some James Brown. We gave oh, yeah. James Baldwin well, the yeah. Yeah. Super Freak of the Week. Exactly. And set some really high standards. I think for us it's a question of, um, to your point, when you wake up, what does excellence look like to you Yeah. versus having someone else say that I'm going to reward you for the behavior that I want you, exactly. to, you to perform. Well, because again, think about it. If, 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 if you're, if you're basing your excellence on what, on what someone says or, or someone wants from you, I mean, that may be only using 25% of your actual potential. Excellence should always be you. You, you should be determining what that is and what the best is for you. And, 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 and the beautiful part about being excellent is we have that control, right? We have the control of, do I wake up every morning with the right attitude to expect the best? And if the answer is yes, then the next question should be, am I willing to do what it takes to get it? See, because chasing excellent requires something which is called work. You have to work at it, you know? Uh, do I have uh, limitless thinking? See, you think about most of us, right? When we're, we're striving for excellence and, and we don't have a full understanding of our why. See, the why is a real thing because the why is, that's that real motivation that says that I would chase this even if I wasn't being paid for it. I would chase it even if no one agreed with it. That's the why that you're really trying to get to. That's that intrinsic motivation versus most of us are motivated by what people think about us. 
you know, most people do things because, well, if I do this, then my, my dad will be happy or my mom will be happy. If I do this, then my kids were going to love me more. Well, that's not real motivation. That's motivation based on what someone else is going to feel about you. Chasing excellence. No, man, that has to be that thing that says, even if I'm in this by myself, it's what I want. And I'm going to go get it. It's your habits. It's what are you prioritizing every single day? It's your habits. That's what being excellent is all about. It's, it's having good habits working toward something. And we get to decide that every day. How do you define excellence? Is it, is it your habits? Is I mean, oh, what, what, would, what would your definition of excellence be? For me, I definitely define it by it's your habits. Excellence is about having good habits. Good habits that you are chasing something that you prioritize. And so every day, my attitude and my effort and all those things are there. And, and I've laid down the priorities that it takes to get there. Like a lot of people want to be excellent, but they don't want to prioritize to do it. They still want to be able to do a million other things. And so what happens is, when I was talking earlier about, you know, you, you got to have limitless thinking in your head, right? When things start to go wrong, what do we start to do? Go, mm, I'm not smart. Mm, I don't deserve it. All you're doing is talking yourself out of it. You're not talking yourself into excellence. So on a daily basis, we were talking earlier before the podcast. Cleveland uh, University did this study. And they said that we have about 60,000 thoughts in our heads a day. Well, 45,000 of them are negative. So think about that for a moment. If 45,000 thoughts are, are along the negative line, if you're not a person that can talk yourself out of that, you're never going to be excellent in what you do. Well, if our brains are like computers, we need to completely reboot not just reboot, you have to reprogram. Mm -hmm. See, you have to reprogram the way you think. So when, for me, if I start thinking something like, uh, you know, well, I don't really deserve that, I immediately go, well, of course I do, I'm doing the work. See, I change the way those things, it's almost like when you tell someone you love them and you go, I love you, but. See, if there's a but, mm. so in my head, if I go, you know, this is really good, but uh, I stop. Or if I say, I am not, I stop. Because see, I know whatever follows that is probably not going to be good. Whatever follows that is probably going to be something negative. It's going to try to put me in a bad place. And that's a place that I can't go if I'm truly going to be excellent in what I do. Can we, can we get very raw for a minute? Can you give me some like real life examples for you? I'll get, here's one that I struggle with every single day. Uh, for 22 years, you know, I've been doing what I do, right? Um, you know, working with student athletes, but also working with organizations and writing books. And the thing that I struggle with you know, almost daily is I go, man, I have all this content and I know it's spot on because we've seen people be successful and we have all of these success stories, but yet we can't get the masses to grab onto this and go with it. And so there's days where I go, 
well, maybe I just got to stop focusing on trying to bring all the masses to it. But then I have to remember, no, the gift is about serving everyone. The gift is about, you know, showing everyone that there's a possibility for you, like, like that there is hope, like you, that you do matter. So the moment that I start thinking like, look, you know what? I just, my kids are grown. You know, I say that all the time. My kids are grown, right? But if I focus on that, that means that there's a whole lot of people that are missing. So that's a constant struggle with me. You know, we, we talk about that all the time. We spend a lot of time saying, you know, so how do we get this video to do that? How do we get the podcast to do that? How do we drive more people, you know, to get this message? Because we believe in it. We believe it's real. We, we see how we help, right? So I have to constantly keep myself on the positive side of all of this. And so what I think about is all the people I do help. And every time I get that text message or email or a phone call from someone who, who, who did something that we suggested or, or, or I worked with over the years or organization that changed for the better, I celebrate it, brother. I always go, and you know, I've called you and said this, hey man, I just got this text that remind me, this is why we do what we do. You celebrate your wins. You gotta celebrate them. You reward yourself. I have to acknowledge yourself because of, because yeah. because those little things give me validation. We all want to be validated, especially on the things that we feel that are right, and not just validated to feel good about ourselves. No, but to, but to do the right thing exactly to stay in the fight. You want to be validated to stay in the fight. You want to be validated to go. You know what? This is worth it. You want to be validated because. You want to be able to say, you know what? There is someone that appreciates what we're doing. That, yeah, I'm not crazy. Like, yeah, this does work. Yeah, this is real. That's why the validation and the celebration is so important. For most people, here's what they do. They have what I call an all or nothing type of thinking. That means that if they're successful and they hit their mark, they're way up. But if they don't hit their mark, that's the nothing. They, they, they feel they can't look and go, yeah, but look, I, I made progress. Yeah, but I was really good on that. They can't find the goodness in the failure. You're never going to be excellent that way because the failure is part of the excellence. You can't have the all or nothing mentality. You got to be able to extract and celebrate the good part of it and hold on to that and then you know, maybe you add something to it, which now moves you further. That's what I've learned to do. That's why I can stay in this fight 22 years. I feel like we're cooking something up here, Coach. Oh, we I, mean, I feel like we're really cooking something we're here cooking. because you, you have a recipe, um, you have ingredients, and you have uh, a technique that works for you. So first off, one of, the, one of the action items for you is you actually will call somebody. The moment you have something to celebrate oh. with, with a like-minded person, yes. you hit it. Yes. Yes. Because that boils down to my philosophy of always having a mentor, always having a go-to person. So I have, I have like three, you know, there's pretty much like three types of people that I try to bring into my fold. One of them is, is a mentor. Because to me, a mentor is a person who, they just tell you the truth. 
you know, they've been there, they've done it in a lot of ways. Um, and they, and they, they're willing to tell you what it takes. Like, and, and, and if, if you can call them and they're just going to say, look, man, you're not getting it done, but these are the things that's a real mentor. And if you don't have one in your life, you better get one. If you're chasing excellence, if you really want to be the best version of yourself, you got to have a mentor. You have to have a person that keeps you in check, you know, along those lines. And one thing along the lines of mentor, one thing I've always done is I've also looked at mentors and thought of how, you know, what are the areas of my life that, that I want to emulate this person, you know, because you're not going to find one person that is everything you want in life. No. And, and, and it's going to be this guru genie that can just snap their fingers nah. and tell you. So, so, you know, I think it's important to recognize, and I believe that, you know, in, in kind of the fatherly nature of God, and he's going to father and parent and, and even mother you through different people and different interactions, different experiences. So paying attention to that. But I love, I love see, mentorship. But, but see, but that's why I'm glad you brought that point up, because I think that when, when you're looking for mentor, you, you got to have several mentors because different people bring different things to the party. You understand what I'm saying? So you've got to be willing to be open to all the areas of your life and say, who, who best suits that, right? I'll, and, and, you know, and that's why, you know, my last book, Lead With Your Life, that's what it's all about. It's finding people that if I'm leading with my life, then I want people to be able to see it and go, okay, I want some of that. So when you're looking for a mentor, that's what you're looking for. You're, you're looking at someone that you want to emulate. Like, yeah, they, they have the character I want. They have the drive I want. I mean, but... More importantly, they're telling it to you straight. They're telling it to you straight. So that's the first thing that I look for. Then here's the second thing, which is big. You know, you got to have some cheerleaders, man. You you, you got to have some cheerleaders on your team. So, so, some people that just going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. That's important. You know, I was I was working with a student athlete yesterday, and we were going through some things, and, and uh and I've been working with her through some mental toughness stuff for a long time. And I said, hey, like I already know who your biggest cheerleader is. And it's not her parents. It's her grandmother. She goes, yep, you're right. See, and you got to have that because you, you have those moments where you just need someone to encourage you. You know, not give you false hope, but they're, they're just encouraging you. See, the mentor got one job and that's just tell it to you straight, kick you in the pants if you need to, right? But the cheerleader is just there to say, hey, you can do it. I'm on your side. I got you. And then the third group of people that I look for is I try to find some people who just hold me accountable. See, I call that my accountable group. Like my main man, Carl Trimble. Right? Like I'll tell Carl, look, I, I want to do certain things. And then it's Carl's job to remind me, hey, man, did, did, you, did you get it in today? Right? So, so one of the things, that, I mean, I do it with you all the time. If we say that we're going to release a video or do certain things, you hold me accountable on my part. Hey, coach, did you do this? Did you do that? Because if I don't have people to hold me accountable, right, probably won't happen. But here's why most people don't do that. Because that requires putting your dreams in someone else's hands. It requires you actually talking about what it is you really want to do. And now having somebody who's going to say, you didn't do what you say, man. You're not, you're not, you're not walking the talk right now, but you got to have that group being accountable. 
it's like my latest thing now, man. I'm on is for the next 30 days, I'm going to do 100, you know, core moves, whether they're sit-ups, leg lifts, or whatever, for 30 days, right? And, uh, hey, simple math. If I can, if I can do that, that's going to be 3,000. So regardless of what's going on in my life, how much I worked out or didn't work out, I'm going to make sure I get 100 in. So I, I told some other guys. So now we holding each other accountable. So come October 15th, because we started September 15th, right? We, you either got them in or you didn't. And you can't be making it up, right? So if you miss a day, you don't get to do 200 the next day and feel like that's okay. No, no, it's about every single day, let's get at least 100 in. So for me, chasing excellence, those three groups are important to me. So before the show, we were talking about um, sports, the return to sports, the return to mm -hmm. entertainment. Mm -hmm. um, I think people are starting to get comfortable and get yes. back into a rhythm with that. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that's that's OK. We can, right. we can have some outlets for our energy. Right. Um, but if you look at uh, some of these elite athletes or these, these elite performers, whether they're winning an Emmy or an Oscar or they're winning the Super Bowl, whatever it is, um, there is a commitment to uh, a collective performance sometimes, right? And, right. And one thing I really struggle with is where do you look at others, at dependency is, is what I'm trying to get at, is where do you find, where do you strike the right chord on being dependent upon other people and having accountability, having mentorship, having cheerleaders, and not being dependent on people, not having to depend on them to, to validate you, right? Well, because a lot of times if you got, let's say, 45,000 negative thoughts right. mm -hmm. a day, mm -hmm. okay, what is happening around you that's going to build you up? Well, again, it goes back to your circle of influence, right? Your circle of influence is the most important thing you'll ever have because that that is how you cut into the 45,000 negative thoughts. If I want to be a positive person, I put myself around positive people. If I put myself around positive people, I'm not going to have 45,000 negative thoughts today. Okay. Um, when it comes to depending on people, right? So when I have those groups, it's not that I'm depending on them. What I'm looking for is some type of structure. What, I, what I'm looking for is to, to make sure that I'm efficient in all that I do, because ultimately excellence and achieving excellence is on me. Ultimately, me having someone have to remind me to do something that I said I was going to do, that's on me. That goes back to my why. Because if I love it enough, and if I prioritize right, you, you having to remind me, that doesn't happen. You may say it, but I've already done it. You understand what I'm saying? And, and again, but that goes back to this intrinsic motivation from within. Meaning that I love it enough that I'm going to do it with or without you. Right? Um, so... So when I put those groups together, it's not more so that I need them in order to, to validate what I'm doing. It's just that I've learned what my mother said and taken it to heart. You can do bad by yourself, but you can't win by yourself. So what I'm constantly trying to do is figure out what type of people I want around me. Who's my team? You know, you say that all the time about me. You always go, man, you're always building your team. Exactly. I'm always looking or who I want my teammates to be. You know, when we add to our organization, the best way to do that is to have someone within, within the organization who knows someone. 
because usually you try to hang out with, with the same type of people. So in building your team, look, I want people that are grinders. I want people who are going to take on responsibility. I want people who are going to have the right attitude. See, those are all, to me, simple things. Those are things that should be like breathing. And if I can have those things, excellence is a real possibility. So it's kind of like when you look at the athletes and you look at the entertainers now that are coming back together, what I notice is this more than anything. Yes, they're happy to be playing sports. Um, yes, the Emmys were great and they were happy to receive it. But what I saw and what I'm witnessing is a whole lot more people being grateful. They're being thankful to some other things. It's not just about I'm thankful, you know, for the fans. And, no, it, it's thankful that I'm having this opportunity. What, what I'm hearing is a whole lot of people now realizing that this is more than sports. This is about, I have to help some other people. I've got to figure out how to serve. How do I get people out to vote? Uh, how do I get people to feel better about themselves? Because, because again, this thing's taking a toll. Everybody's going through something right now. So if the best of us don't help the rest of us, we're going to be in some real trouble. You understand what I'm saying? So for me, it's about how do I constantly build this team? How do I grow this team? And this team is centered around just positive behavior. You know, positive mindset, positive attitude. That's what we should be building to get rid of 45,000 negative thoughts. I mean, that's three quarters of the things that are going through your head are negative. That's not where you have to be. You know, we don't, we don't have to be there. We're just choosing to be there. Prior to the show, we were also talking about nature and how <laughs> excellent nature is. Always you know, excellent. The ocean doesn't try to be excellent. No. It just is. Yes. And I think of I think of a seed. I, I think of, you know, what you're what you're describing to me, it sounds like you're protecting, nurturing, um, and nourishing, um, and and providing everything that needs for that for that that seed needs to grow. And not just within yourself but really with every person that you encounter mm -hmm. you're looking to create the right environment for growth well i mean again it, it, you know you have to put your seed in fertile soil so for me i'm just trying to be the fertile soil to which you know all the seeds that i plant that you know it can do what it's supposed to do that it can grow to its tallest and produce and be bountiful i mean if we're not doing that we're just wasting time the reason that the ocean is so excellent and, and then, you know, you see all the, the, the fires out in the West and it's because what nature understands is, look, you can't stop me. I'm nature. This is what I was born to do. So, so nature doesn't try to be something it's not. It's embraced itself. You know, when a hurricane comes through, it's a hurricane. It, it, it's, it, it's not trying to not be a hurricane. It's what it is. It's what it does. It, it, it's, it's what it was created for. So I think as a person, you have to be willing to embrace who you are and what you are and get over what you're not, what you're never going to be. Why are you putting time and energy into that? Grow the gifts you have. If you are a watermelon seed, why are you trying to be a stalk of corn? You can't be an ear of corn if you're a watermelon seed. 
when I think what happens a lot of times is people use purpose mm-hmm. and why mm-hmm. almost as a, a, a manipulative kind of elite technique to say, I have something, why don't you have it? Right. It's like uh, right. like religion almost. It's right. like you haven't found your purpose right. yet. Right. Go find your purpose. What I've learned, man, is um, everything in its own time. I, I always say um, the light comes on for different people at different times. Uh, you treat people right, but you don't treat them the same. So when I say to you, look, I know what I'm here to do, but you don't know what you're here to do. That's passing judgment on you. What I got to do is just treat you right. But you've already, you, you've already spelled it out. Your purpose is you. That's it. That's it. Dude, why, why am I trying to tell you what to do with your life? I'm not with you 24-7. Your real purpose, in my opinion, is to make sure that you leave nothing on the table. It is to make sure that everything that's within you, you get it out. That you get it out. Um, I tell this story when I'm, when I'm speaking, um, usually when I'm speaking at elementary, middle, and high schools. Um, I'll, I'll tell this story at the end. When I was six years old, my grandfather told me this story about this little boy, and he catches a firefly. And of course, when you're up north, you have, you know, you have to say lightning bugs, so you got to know your audience, right? So... But he catches this firefly, and the little boy wants to know what makes the bug light up. And so he goes home, and he says, Mom, I caught a firefly today. What makes the bug light up? And the mom goes, you know, I'm not real sure, but let's ask your father when he gets home. He thinks he knows everything. The dad comes home, and the little boy said, Hey, Dad, I caught a firefly today. What makes this bug light up? So the father gets that deer in the headlight look and goes, You know, I'm not, I don't know. I really don't know. And the mother goes, I'm not surprised he never knows anything. See, but here's what I love about kids. See, when they want to know, they want to know. So the little boy kept looking at the firefly. He kept watching it. So eventually he goes, oh, I got it. I got it. So he runs in the house and says, Mom, Dad, I know what makes the bug light up. And they said, what? He said, it's what's on the inside. See, we all have everything we need to be anything we want to be on the inside. The question always boils down to, are you trying to bring it out? Or are you letting someone else dim your light? So you can be a spotlight or you can be a nightlight. I mean, but it's really up to you because on the inside of you are all these wonderful gifts. You just have to make the decision. That's excellence. Making that decision. And We were also talking about the, the world would tell us everything negative. The, the negative yes. thoughts don't just come from nowhere. No, they I don't can, th- you yes. go back to being excellent. A baby yes. is excellent. Yes. There's nothing about a baby that's not excellent. That's right. Right? So then what happens between day zero and, you know, yeah. 20, 30, 40, yeah. 50, yeah. 60, 70, eight years yeah. later. And then what, are you, what have you cultivated within yourself? Are you a big... Shady oak tree that's growing as big and as beautiful and and providing as much strength and and life and oxygen into the world, energy into the world as possible? Or are you rotten because you've absorbed so much of that? 
what what I what I boil it down to is, uh, you know, as you were talking about the baby in my head, I go, it's not about what you're being fed. It's about what you're choosing to eat. See, at some point, it's about what are you choosing to eat? Because you're going to be fed a lot of stuff or tried to be fed a lot of stuff. So again, it boils down to you. What do you eat, man? What, what are you choosing to eat? That's excellence. That's excellence. Your habits, priorities. Yeah, your attitude. Your attitude. That's excellence. So you, you just got to make sure that you're prioritizing the things that, that you need to prioritize to chase down what you want. And that you have daily habits that push you in that direction and that your attitude is always on point. That's the only way it happens. And celebrate your wins. Oh, I mean, be grateful. That's and, huge. And, and that's a beautiful thing. That's and huge, I think man. That's, you that's you, you have to celebrate your wins, man. Mm -hmm. Think about, you know, if you're a parent and you have kids and, and the first time your 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 baby says says their first word, which is usually daddy, because I guess it's just an easy word, right? You go nuts. The first time the baby takes the first step, you go nuts. The first time the baby takes the bicycle and now I can ride it without training wheels, you go nuts. Like, so where in there do we stop celebrating? Like, why do we stop celebrating? It's all of these milestones that when you're a kid, I mean, look, they got what they call baby books. I mean, you're writing all this stuff down. And then what? You get an adult and now you think you're too good to celebrate? Well, generally, generationally, I was I was just talking to my uh, elderly neighbor and she was educating me on how different child rearing is today. And, and she was just saying, you know, parents are just so centered around their children. They're giving them everything and refusing to allow them to uh, learn the hard way, suffer. Um, and so I think what happens is if a, t if a parent, an adult, is so centered around a child's success, at some point that child doesn't necessarily need that same attention or the parent doesn't have it to give anymore. And then, and then you have double damage, but that parent's got to learn – their own value. So, 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 how many times have we said on this show, you cannot give what you do not have? Operation Love Letter. I mean, today kids don't even know how to celebrate because they don't know when they do something that's so special. You understand what I'm saying? Man, you, you got to know what those moments are. That, that to me is like money in the bank. That, that's what keeps you going. But if you think that, if you have all or nothing thinking and you think it's got to be either I'm all right and I've hit the mark or if I didn't, then I'm a loser. That's a problem, brother. That's a problem. That's that's the mentality that leads to the 45,000 negative thoughts. Because you're not going to hit the mark every time. It, it, life's not set up that way. Well, just uh, just live out loud. I mean, live out loud. Be be you. Be your own purpose, and uh, and and the world's gonna be all right that way. 
because it's getting the best version. At least it's be, at least you're being authentic. Yeah. At least the world know what it's dealing with. Yeah. I say, man, just bring it. Bring what you got. So, Coach, who's our super freak this week? Oh, I got me. Listen, my super freak of the week. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a kid out of Baker County. You know, Baker County. Uh, this kid, he he's an eighth grader, and uh, man, he he's been showing up every Sunday, and and he's been really putting in work, and it's paying off. I mean, they they he plays football. They had a game the other day. They won forty nine nothing. The the team had minus thirty four yards total offense. They only had four plays that for for positive yards. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> and he plays middle linebacker. That's the man. Self Chestnut. I call him Seti. Yeah, old Seti Bear. He he brings it. And what's great about Cedric is he um he trains on Sundays, but he trains with the high school athletes. And he's really quiet. Like he doesn't say much. He's watching them and see. And that's what I always tell my high school athletes. Someone's always watching you. And so he's learning. Like he he's looking at them. And 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 and, he, and and I always tell him, I say, okay, that's not how you want to be right there. Because all they're doing is talking, Seti. You just keep working. Because they, they find a way to try to get distracted where, you know, they get tired. You know, those high school athletes get tired. And then they got to talk for a little bit trying to catch their breath. I'm like, no, 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 Seti, keep working. Keep working. Um, so Cedric is, 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 I'm really proud of him. I mean, you know, I've had him now for probably a year. Um, but he's really, really worked. And it's paying off. So this Sunday, I asked him, I said, uh, so how does it feel? Because Coach feels real good. Because now he's, he's seeing how all of his hard work, how, how, it, how it comes together in a game, uh, you know, and they're undefeated. I mean, he, he, you know, and so I'm, I'm really happy for him. Uh, I think the sky's the limit. He's a great student. I mean, you know, busting out those, those straight A's. Um, so he, he's everything that I look for in a student athlete. He's a grinder. And he's not afraid. He's not backing down. So, um, Baker County boy, straight out of Baker County. Cedric. Yeah, they feed him good, man. He big boy now. Oh, he, he big old boy. I mean, you, if I tell you he's in eighth grade, you look at him and go, you sure, coach? <laughs> I mean, you know, he, he passed for a 10th grader easily. Well, I'm sitting here wondering what he's playing for. You know, it's funny because I ask him all the time. I say, you know, so where do you see yourself? Well, he plays baseball too. So he says, well, coach, I'm, right now I'm just an athlete. That's what I'm talking, Seti. There we go. There we go. Just an athlete, just a student athlete. He's got your number, coach. Yeah, he Cedric, thinks he does. Cedric, Cedric no, the entertainer. No, no, he gets his butt kicked all the time. You know, I'm always asking, who's king? Who's king? He goes, you are coach. You know how I do him. You know, I do all the athletes. He's playing like that. for the picture in his That's head. That's right. Though. That's yeah. right. He is. Yeah. He's, he's really playing hard, and uh, and I'm wow. proud of him. Uh, his parents are, are are both police officers, and um, just done an outstanding job with him. And, and so we're going we're gonna to keep grinding. I think, you know, in the years to come, you're going to hear more from him. Mm. But he's the Super Freak of the Week. Wow. All right. Seth Excellent. Chestnut, a.k.a. Seti Bear. <clears throat> Bring it. <laughs> party time. That's right. Excellent. That's right. Oh, oh there's going to be a party in Baker County when they hear this podcast. And, and, and Seti's the man. You know what I mean? He's the man. He's going to be the big man on campus at middle school. Okay. Yeah, All this right. week is going to be his week. <laughs> I this love be it. his week. Oh, man, that's good stuff. You know what i actually been thinking about, too, with excellence? The picture that comes to mind is one of my favorite movies, Wally. <laughs> you know, yes. I'm a, you know, I'm a Pixar yes, nerd, right? I know you are. But, um, but I, th I picture, 
this little robot, right? And and he's just doing his thing. He's literally just doing his job. He's he's a little trash yeah. compactor. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's the only thing left on the earth right. that's moving, right? right? And he's just disciplined, just diligent, just repeating the same habits over and over again, staying true to himself, right? And then he stumbles upon he stumbles upon something new. Yeah. And he takes care of it. Oh yeah. And it's been there the whole time. Yeah. And he and he takes care of it. And then all of a sudden, of course, he gets distracted. You know, Eve Eve comes along, right? But but it all becomes about taking care of that seedling, taking care of that that gift he was given. Right. And and lo and behold, with you know, across the universe, he ends up saving the earth. Right. He, he replenishes the like. What a beautiful picture. Well, of excellence. Well, think about it. You know what? And it was all through prioritizing, through discipline. Through good habits, through attitude. Oh, he always had a good attitude. See what I'm saying? Always playful, always just right. thinking about love. That's what always I'm telling just, you, man. Always yeah. believing the best yeah, things. Yeah, if yeah. you want to be excellent, man, you yeah. got to expect the best. Yeah. And then you, you have to do these little things. And, and, and if you do, uh, you'll get there. Wow. Coach, you've given us the recipe. Um, how do we how do we dive into this uh, chocolate, you know, kind of moist brownie? dessert type dish that you've cooked up for us today hey, hey listen i'm gonna tell you what i want you to do this week you know because we we always plan for excellence and i want you to play for excellence so this week listen let's start off with a simple thing is get yourself a whiteboard or a piece of paper and then write down your priorities write down your priorities and then ask yourself you know what does my habits on a daily basis support what i say i want you know what i mean and how's my attitude toward all that? This week, this is when we get it together. Put it down where you can see it. And then talk yourself into it. Talk yourself into the dream. If these are your priorities, talk yourself into it. So how do I make it happen? How do I make these habits happen on a daily basis? How do I keep my attitude up? How do I minimize the 45,000 negative things that's going to go through my head every single day? Right? Look at your circle of influence. Get you some mentors. You probably already got a cheerleader, you know, one or two of them, right? And then get some people to hold you accountable and then move towards excellence. I like it, Coach. So so let me tack on, take that list of priorities, take a picture of it, and then share it. Send that to uh, your mentor. Yeah. Send it yeah. to your cheerleader. Yes. Send it to your accountable. Send it to one of each. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm sure... Coach, can they send it right to you? Send it to me. Come on. Listen, you know I'm the easiest guy to follow, right? So listen, almond at almondgunterexperience.com is the email. My phone number, we done put it out there so many times, 904-803-1917. Look, I mean, hey, you know me. I'm a straight shooter. I'll, I'll tell it to you right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, be held accountable. Like, let's go for it. Yeah, no, for no it. excuses because nah. they can also get you at almondgunnerexperience.com they, they can go to your instagram. instagram facebook twitter linkedin all right i mean we're everywhere and look and we appreciate you we appreciate you you know joining us we appreciate you listening to the show we we love your comments uh we love your suggestions keep those things coming because like i said it's what inspires us keeps us inspired and, and, and working you know toward toward making all of this stuff better um be sure to not when you're listening to the podcast, go to our YouTube channel, subscribe. Uh, we put videos up, you know, pretty much weekly, every other week. Um, hey, we're just trying to grow this thing. That's all. 
just trying to grow it. It's always good to hang out with my little brother. Uh, you know, we'll be back next on. week, right? Next week we will be back with something else. You know, we always got something. So, Cooking hey, remember, up. every day is game day. We'll catch you next week. <laughs>